What's up, guys? This is Miles Markowitz. And this is Brad Thomas. Here to give you the best sports insights to beat your book. You only need to ask one question. What's the spread? We're off and running. Welcome in. What's the spread? Brad, we back. We are back. Baby, it's been quite some time since we've been here and been able to chat about football, chat about sports. We got over our Super Bowl hangovers. We went in, we grinded, we won some money. Now it's time to talk about college football. We're definitely entrenched in the offseason. Uh, it was a crazy night of betting for the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, talking about NFL draft prep. And you know what's funny is, is everyone's trying to talk to me about the NFL draft. And don't get me wrong, I'm excited, but I'm in deep with college basketball right now. Yeah, dude, college, this is a great college basketball season. It might be some of the most parody we've seen in the entire college basketball universe in the past like 10 15 years it's really great to think about too because you think about last year you, you pretty much had duke the whole way uh you knew Virginia zion was, was the, the story. dominant team but now you think about it literally anybody in the top 25 could win it all yeah no way uh it, it should uh, be a really good uh bracket good tourney uh but you know what's always on my mind is college football and that's what we're going to talk about today you know one of my favorite episodes of the year Yes. Is the too early top 10. And I think everyone loves that episode too. Yeah, it's a good time to talk about college football. Spring games haven't even started yet. Uh, it's our off-season analysis, the first of many. Yep. One year we even did it in Vegas. That was a good <laughs> that time. That was tight. But this year we're going to take it a step further and we're going to dole out our too early top 25 today. We're going to go 25 to 11 and we're going to bring you uh, the top 10 sometime next week. Keep you just on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah, I'm kind of excited. I, you know, I'm more excited to listen to yours than to actually talk about mine. I, I was just about to say that. All right. So without further ado. All right. Lead us off, Miles. Number 25. And uh, I'm going to give uh, quite a lot of love uh, to the American Athletic Conference. And it's going to start here with the Cincinnati Bearcats. My boy, Luke Fickle. How oh, about Luke man. Fickle turning down Michigan State? That makes me really wonder, like, what's going on in Michigan what's State? What's going on or in Or is Lansing, there a dream right? job that Luke Fickle wants? Because that's a highly touted position that no one really wanted. Yeah, I, you know, it, maybe he didn't see stability there. Maybe yeah. he didn't see the right facilities. I don't know what it was. I know that since he loves the man, really excited that they kept him. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you something right now. That can... It's not like they needed to be rejuvenated. Yeah. He's on the rise. But for them to keep Fickle for now, what a huge boost to that Dude, already absolutely. strong program. Like, that's great. Now, I put him at 25 here uh, for a couple of reasons because I did have him originally higher. A lot of people do have him higher. But okay. uh, those two games against Memphis last year, I know that they were both on the road. Yeah. I get it. And the, the, the championship game, they played much better than they did in the regular season. They had to play them back-to-back, but they still lost twice. So it still tells me that, uh, you know, Memphis was the class of the conference last year. But for me, Memphis, UCF, Cincinnati, watch out for Houston. I mean, it's oh still the, for me, it's still those same four teams in that conference. You know, it's pretty pretty exciting that you said that, that you, that you have them. I have them rated higher than you. I'm going to leave that kind of as a cliffhanger there. Sure. But returning nine stars on defense. Uh, but what one people, you might, the, the numbers don't really do it justice. They are losing their top two linebackers. But I'm excited to see Ritter in another year. Yeah, and, and I want Desmond Ritter to be healthy because I know he can bring it. Uh, plays really well, uh, doesn't make a lot of mistakes, yep. and with a defense like you have every year under Fickle, that's all you need. All right, who do you got 25? I'm going App State here. App State? The return of Zach Thomas, yeah. eight starters coming back. App State Strong. quietly, quietly said, it doesn't matter, we lose our coach. Year after year, we rebuild, and you know what that shows me? 
it is an amazing program. Yeah, and they've been doing it even before they were in Division One. Yes, and, and that's what I love about it. The fact, so you know, initially, I'm gonna go ahead and be honest. I had Louisiana Lafayette in that spot, right? And then I also did like a kind of a one through a, a one through thirty, just so I could really see where they lie. I had to put App State in there. For me to omit them would be an injustice to that program. And I think that Zach Thomas will be really ready to fire on all cylinders this year. Yeah, uh, and the American Conference loses Connecticut this year, so they're down to 11 teams. They need to go after App State with yes, everything, everything they have. App State might win it every year. Yeah, uh, so I mean, that that would be a... Uh, honestly, I think they're outgrowing the Sun Belt. Yep. Uh, Louisiana Absolutely. Lafayette trying to hang in there. Yeah. Um, but good, good pick there. Uh, who do you got? 24, 24. I have Baylor kind of low, but honestly, you think about it. The, the one thing that made Baylor so good last season was their defense. Not only did they lose their defensive coordinator, they lost almost every single player on that defense and icing on the cake, sprinkles on top, cherry on top. Matt rule's gone too. It's going to be a change of the guard and me and you, we talked about the the work that he did, we to, did. to bring Baylor where they're at. For years. And then that stability is gone now. We saw Matt Rule from the very beginning. Yes, what we a did. home run hire that was. And you could just tell in his interviews, I I, I, I never said he was going to go to the NFL. But now that I'm looking back on it, what an NFL guy. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I see why the Panthers went after him. And I, I'm going to be really excited to see how he does in the NFL. Now, I think Dave Aranda was a great backfill. Yeah. You can't even call it that. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a really good hire. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, Charlie Brewer, is he going to be healthy for his senior season? Man, you know, and the question is, I don't even know if I was sold on Charlie Brewer. Because it was, it, was it was all about the defense. Yes. We say this time and time again, when you have an elite defense, it's almost easy to think that the quarterback is amazing because he's playing so carefree, you know, because he has no worry in the world. He knows his defense will stop. Now let's see what happens when the defense giving up 40 points a game. Yeah, and I have no problem uh, having Baylor in my top 25. Uh, there's some who don't even want to uh, put him in there, but yep. 11 wins last year. Yes. Yes, they lose Matt Rule, but they went toe-to-toe with Oklahoma uh, yep. in two, two games, games last Absolutely. year. So, I mean, that's the class of the Big 12 right there. All right, uh, at number 24, I have Texas. 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 I, I omitted them from my top 25. They were my 25th team, and I uh, – oh, wait, I lied. I don't want to give you spoilers away. Snuck in there, but yeah. yeah. Snuck so in there. for me, listen, there's going to be hype around Texas every year. This may be a make-or-break year for Tom Herman, but I'm going to tell you right now. The hire of defensive coordinator Chris Ash, who was the head coach over at Rutgers, yes. and he was Rutgers. I was rooting for the guy. He came from Ohio State. Brilliant defensive mind. I think if there's anybody – who can at least shake up a Big 12 defense. Yes. It's Chris Ash. You know, and and that's really what they were lacking last year. They proved that they could score with anybody, but the defense's inability to stop was was really rough. But and you know what? The very young secondary, a lot of freshmen and sophomores on there, yes. it's another year. And maybe they might live up to their own motto of the new DBU with these young DBs getting another year of experience. Yeah, and on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, I, as long as Tom Herman's the coach, I don't think they're going to skip a beat there. Sam Ellinger coming back for what I feel like is his sixth year yeah, at Texas. How, how many years does this guy get in the, in the college football? I mean, it's going to be crap. tradition. He's going to win a bowl game every year. Yeah. Say that Texas is Oh, back. guys, hey, guys, I got another year of eligibility. <laughs> All right, so I got Texas. All right, uh, let's go to number 23. 23, I have Boise State. Oh, as do I. I'm with you there. Oh, my God. A lot of of work to do on the O-line here, but listen, I wasn't in love with Baylor's O-line last year. 
reason being, their quarterback was hurt almost every single game. What he played, how many games did he play? Nine or eight games. And it seemed like uh, was it Henderson had to play every game. If he didn't start the game, Henderson had to play because um, Back- Backmeyer or whatever was hurt every yeah. freaking well, game. And it was because of the offensive line. It, yeah, um, and those guys are gone. Right. Right, so, so I, I mean, well, that, that, that's what I'm saying, though, is I... I only I, up from there, right? Right. That's what I mean, I'm let, thinking. Let's hope so. Yeah, that's be, what, uh, because, I mean, you still put on 12 wins. Yeah, um, I mean, and, and here, in the Mountain West, uh, I know that you and I were both high on other teams other than yes. Boise State going And they stuck year. in there. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, why are we surprised? Right. Like, that's the, that's we the are. problem. Yeah, yeah, because I think you and I, I mean, I know I had, well, I had Utah State winning the yep. conference. You had Hawaii, had Hawaii winning the winning, division, yeah. which they did. Yep. But then you had Utah State also winning the conference because yep. we were high, really high on Jordan Love. But Boise State, man, yeah. I mean, they are still the class of the Mountain West. Absolutely. Uh, so I got no problem having them there at number 23. So we have them in the exact same spot. All right. Number 22, I have a team that a lot of people have much higher, but I'm going to go with Texas A&M here. Oh, my God. Texas A&M. All right, Jimbo Fisher, there's no doubt about it. It is not if, it is when for this Texas A&M program. It is when they are going to start winning big games, when they are going to start making noise in the SEC West. But I haven't seen it yet. I I, I had him overrated last year. I know the schedule was brutal. Yep. And it was. It was finally the toughest uh, in the SEC. How about no Clemson this year? That's good. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jimbo, bringing in top talent, but they're going to go as far as Kellen will take them in big games. Man, you just shook up my entire uh, top 25. God dang. All right. Who are we at? We're at number 20. What are we at? 22. 21. We're at 22? 22. I have Cincinnati. Okay. I thought this was an appropriate yeah. uh, spot for them here. Um, no higher than 20. I saw some places where they were like 17, 17, 18, 19. They had to be in the top 25. Um, I agree. We already said our piece on that, and I'm fair sure. to leave it at that. And so. how about one of the games of the year next year? Cincinnati at UCF. Yes. Late November again. Exciting. Can't wait for that one. There's not a lot of big games in late November, so maybe we can get a game today. Come back to Orlando for that one. Speaking of, this is how I do things. Perfect segue here. Number 21, I have the UCF Knights. I don't see UCF in a lot of top 25s um, going into next season. However, you cannot deny what the Knights have done for the past, what, three years? Yeah. I mean... They won 10 games last year. Yes. It's not like they had an off season. They, but in, in, in the standard that they set now, this is what shows you they're a good program. That was an off year for them. Right. Exactly. Which, and that's what it felt like. Yeah. It, it, Which is a good thing. You would have never thought they were a double-digit uh, win team. Like, the UCF, we, guys, we live here in Orlando, so we get to hear it all. We see it all. UCF fans were highly disappointed Highly this disappointed. Season. 10 wins. Right. There are a lot of teams in College Bowl who can't even eclipse eight. They continue to give me really good indicators of where their program yep. is and winning 10 games and being disappointed with winning 10 games. That means that you're, well, uh, let's just say you have expectations. Expectations, expectations are a yep. good thing. Otis Anderson coming back. Dylan Gabriel year Dylan two. Dylan Gabriel had a fantastic freshman season My last God. year. My um, God. Listen, Mackenzie Milton, I've seen some projections that he could be ready to go by midseason. Like 2020 October, I saw, but that was best case scenario. Yes. I don't think I we're going to see him on the field next year. I don't think we're going to see him in college football ever again. Well, he says he wants to play because because I would agree with you there. I don't think he should come back and play ever again. What, he's going to sit out two years and then come back the third year? And I think his best bet is to try to sign as an undrafted free agent in the NFL and work his tail off and have the best comeback story ever. 
it'll be really interesting to see where that story goes, but it's a really talented quarterback group yes. still for, for yes. UCF. And with Dylan Gabriel leading the way, can't really go wrong there. You still got Josh Heupel. Uh, they were able to hold on to him. I, I do have some questions about Heupel's coaching decisions uh, late in games, <laughs> yes. but... Really curious. To I see think Heibel's holding on as possible, hard as he possibly can for an SEC job to come his way. He wants to get back in the SEC, yeah, baby. He's waiting. All he's right, just waiting. What do you got at twenty one? All right, twenty one. Very high for me. I have Ohio State. Um, excuse me. I'm sorry. What? I, that came out. I just trying to see if you're paying attention. What? Not Ohio State. Go ahead. <laughs> you heard uh, I said very high. <laughs> I think your heart just very stopped beating. <laughs> um, Iowa State. Excuse me. Iowa State. Uh, right. Last season, seven and six. Five and four. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, Cyclones are bringing a lot of players back. Brock Purdy. I think I might have fell in love. I, I've never watched a team in person that got beat so bad and I fell in love with so much. That team, they're just a couple pieces away. And I think that if they put it all together and Brock Purdy can play in a complete game. You see the, the, the highlight film numbers he put up. If he can play four quarters every down, not not physically play, but mentally be there and make the precise throws, they will be a good team. They will be a 10-win team. The problem when they played Notre Dame. It was you, a tough game. A tough game, but you would see they would be so close, and it would be one or two bad passes per drive that held them out of the end zone time and time again. But that was the same way in a lot of the games. Even, even the games they won, they made simple, I don't even want to say bad decisions, just inaccuracies and that's why they're sitting in my top 21. I see people take them out of the top 25. Uh, they're out of my top 25, but they were close. Yes. And uh, I'm thinking maybe they were a year away because there was a lot of hype uh, for them last year uh, to make noise in the Big yep. 12. They, they were competitive. Yes. Uh, you know, don't don't be mistaken. But with Matt, they were able to retain Matt Campbell. I think they extended him for, for three God. years. Yeah, I, which I love to see. Yep. Um, really good news there. Um, Oklahoma beat them, what, on a two-point conversion? Yeah. Wasn't it? I mean... They were, like you said, I mean, in, in the Notre Dame game, yeah, but all season I feel all like season, they were right just, there. It's just small mis- miscues is probably the word I should have said. And the Big 12 going to be a really exciting conference this year. Uh, got about four or five teams that are going to be a lot of fun again. All right, uh, number 20, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Memphis Tigers. Bingo, me too. Yeah, nice. I have missed that 20 as well. All right, 12-2 and two, uh, last year, 8-1 and one in the conference. Um, Brady White's coming back. Coming back. Guess who's back? Back. <laughs> Back, back again. And here's the thing. And, and, and it was the same thing with Ohio State last year. No one gave Ohio State a chance to win the Big Ten yeah. last year. Because why? Because we lost Urban. Yeah. Because it was a new coach. Okay. Yeah. The only reasoning that I've seen saying of why Memphis isn't highly rated is because they lost Norvell. Yeah. Which, people, people forget that they lost Fuente. Yes. And they said the same thing when Norvell came in. Yep. So, Ryan Silverfield coming in. Internal hire. Yep. Keep the momentum going. Keep that program strong. Memphis is doing just fine. Yeah, philosophies are the same. The firepower is the same. Brady White didn't come back to just hang out because he likes college. Yes. I expect, and it's crazy for me to say this because he had a monster season. He threw for like 3,500 yards or something. He's coming back to improve, which scares me. And you got, dude. I'm in love with Kenneth Gainwell oh and the way that he God. plays. He is so much fun to watch, yes. especially in this offense. And that's what Mike Norvell did so well. Not to get on a tangent here, but this is why I think he's going to do so well at Florida State. Yep. Is that for years and years, he did so much with his offensive weapons that he had. Uh, and Kenneth Gainwell was a great example. He just kind of not stumbled into the role, but uh, what was he, true freshman last year? Yep. Um, really had to utilize him. He was one of the, I think he was one of the best players in the conference. Absolutely. 
easily. So look for Memphis. The American is always going to be competitive. Uh, but going into next year, I mean, we've got some really good teams coming out of that conference. All right, let's go ahead and dive into our top 20, number 19. Uh, I'll go ahead first because I have the Baylor Bears. Uh, originally had them a little bit higher, but decided to drop them just a little bit. Uh, as we said, lost Matt Rule to the NFL. Uh, questions at quarterback. Uh, but with them winning 11 games last year, I could not drop them out of the top 25. Who do you got at 19? 19, I have the Texas Longhorns. Okay. You know, we I said all my piece, but I don't know if 19 is just a high number for me. Um, I don't think it's too high. I they, mean, I've I've seen them ranked be, as high as 14 or 13. They can't be as bad as they were last year. It's definitely a make or break year for Tom Herman. All right, let's go ahead and uh, roll into number 18 then. At number 18, I have... The Utah Utes, a team that I've seen left out of a lot of two early top 25s, but this is, hey, this is another program and another coach in Kyle Whittingham that is always going to have a strong defense. That's what Utah is. You know, I, I raved for years about Chris Peterson and his defense at Washington, and that was something that he did. He he led the Pac-12 in scoring defense every single year. Kyle Whittingham is a guy that has Utah at the, stop, at, at the top of defensive statistics yep. every, every single year, year. and yeah. I got it. I know they lost Zach Moss at running back. I know they lost Tyler Huntley at quarterback. But a lot of guys in this conference and across the country are replacing key pieces. Yeah, It's all about the program and the coaching. Coming off 11 wins, I like Kyle Whittingham and I like the Utes. Um, for 18, I actually have the Michigan Wolverines. Um, Good spot for him. Dude, you know, I okay guys, we make these lists and we edit them. We we don't really talk about who's where, what, but we say that we move teams around. Michigan was one of those teams that had a little bit lower. But then I started to think about it, right? They didn't lose terribly too much. I think their biggest problem was Shea Patterson. Now I agree. they give the opportunity to, let's say McCaffrey wins the job. Now McCaffrey has the opportunity to go out there, who's also getting Ronnie Bell, Nico Collins, um, Zach Charbonnet, had Charbonnet a really good year. it's a good offense. Uh, Hassan Haskins, yeah, Hassan Haskins. They have the weapons, and you know that defense is always elite. So it's breathed it's breathed new life into uh, into my positioning here, and I'm f- fairly confident that uh, they win ten games. It's fair. It's a good season. Hey, that's Jim Harbaugh, right? Yep. I mean, he hasn't been extended beyond 2021 yet, but with with Jim Harbaugh, you know what you're getting. He's going to win you ten games. Eventually, he's going to win a big one. And I'm not even going to say the big one. I'm just going to say he's going to win a big one. Yep. I don't know when it's coming. Uh, but don't sleep on this offense. I, I'm glad that you brought that up. They got some weapons. Weapons, dude. And I do think Shea Patterson I, was the problem. I don't think he ever developed. I don't think he was ever comfortable in anything that nope. Jim Harbaugh was trying to do on offense. Not Absolutely not. And I think, you know, um, I think, God, don't. Don't kill me for this, but I also think Nico Collins and Ronnie Bell are better than uh, People's Jones. And that's just, for me, watching enough, People's Jones is just a freak athlete. Yeah. He's really good. But God, Nico Collins is an amazing football player. But this month's a question I wanted to ask you. So we were talking about Luke Fickle, and I was wondering this. Do you think Luke Fickle no. was waiting around oh my for the non-contract extension to take no. the Michigan job? That would be epic. I think that's I th- that's what I was th- like. What I was like, he has to be waiting for his dream job. What could it be? I mean, he's an Ohio guy, but yeah, I know, but but I mean, but did he coach at Ohio? Yeah, you, you he the, was after Trestle, right? Yeah, the no, year after I, Trestle. Yeah, I mean, he he was yeah he was on Ohio State staff. Yeah, he, he was our interim head coach. Yeah, our defensive coordinator. After that, I mean, he he was with Ohio State for a long time. Yeah. but the chance to 
to coach Michigan and play against Ohio State? I don't yeah. Know. What do you do? It? I don't know. I, don't, I was. That's, that's what I was thinking. I was just like, but you know, I I think he, that he's waiting for that ca- caliber that, of a yeah. job, mm-hmm. and until then, you can just. Build something special yep. at Cincinnati. It, it's, it's special I mean, every year. We were there. We felt the energy. It's yes. a great city, great campus, really good stadium. Not many, not many schools are selling out every game. Right. Yeah, and, and since he is definitely doing that. All right, uh, I'm going to go right into number 17 here because that is where I have Michigan. I think this is just about right for them. But again, you know what you're getting with them. Um, they're going to have the same big games uh, every year. They got Ohio State on the road. Uh, they got Penn State at home this year. But if you didn't beat Ohio State last year, you're not going to beat him this year. No. You're going. You're going into Columbus. Uh, so I think they're going to have to wait another year here before they, so. before they can win against Ohio State. But in that rivalry, uh, you never know. Who do you got at number 17? 17, I have the Utah Utes. Okay. Um, so we're kind of pretty much in on agreement the same on there, there in the yeah. same way. Um, so let's roll over to number 16. This one for me was pretty difficult. Um, the team loses their best quarterback, loses their best defensive player, but they won 10 games. I'm going with the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa is a sneaky, consistent team right now. Yep. And I'll tell you something. Kirk Ferentz right now is not going anywhere. No, he's not going anywhere. And, oh, my God. They have the best home field advantage, if not it's one awesome. of the best home field advantages in the entire college football. Especially uh, within the division. It's so tough yes. well, to win conference games. But 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 in, in the Big Ten West, to go into Kinnick and, oh and, and win God. games, it's tough. Now, they haven't turned that into a division title uh, in a while. I think 2015 was the last time when they went undefeated. But let me tell you something right now, man. And I feel like I say this every year, but maybe I, I actually mean it this year. The Big Ten West is finally looking stronger. Oh, my God. Because you yes. got Wisconsin, Minnesota, and Iowa, three really strong programs yep. coming off 10 win seasons that yep. are only looking up. Uh, with Iowa, you are replacing Nate Stanley this year, but it's just going to be another Iowa quarterback. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a I, next guy I up think mentality. Like, yeah, Nate Stanley was definitely a guy who wasn't doing anything extraordinary which was he wasn't the guy who was leading them to victories right like it wasn't like holy crap yeah you see nate stanley's game it's coaching and game plan yes. if you watched um the, ho- the holiday Bowl, yeah uh, against usc i mean their game plan against usc yep. worked to perfection absolutely uh, amir smith marset had a breakout game uh it was a lot of fun to watch very dominant performance from the hot guys there all right at number 16 i have a team one of the teams uh that i'm so excited about coming in next year oklahoma state and when, Ooh, and when I yes. saw what they had coming back, my God, wow! I mean, first of all, I know that Spencer Sanders got injured toward the end of the year, but he was one of the best dual threats in the yep. country. Chuba Hubbard, Chuba, Chuba, you seen Chuba. that guy run, dude? Oh my gosh, I was baffled when I realized he wasn't coming back. When he announced it, he was foregoing I mean, the NFL draft. Yeah, then he was coming back. It was a, it was a surprise. And then, just like you said, I looked at the team underperformed last season. Yeah, they did. Everyone is coming back to right the ship. Eight and five. It's not, it's, it was a down year, but they were still five and four in the conference. Yes. Mike Gundy is just one of those guys who said he's staying in Oklahoma State. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. He loves it. And he's good for an 11 win season yeah. once every five years. Yeah. I, I think this is coming up for them. 10 starters coming back on defense. God. I'm not saying they were a good defense. I'm just saying in the Big 12, just having consistency and experience Absolutely. is going to go a long you way. You're going to see your guys getting burned every player, missing tackles. This I love it. Yeah, watch out for Oklahoma Bigger, State, Bigger, stronger, faster. Big sleeper team yes. next year. Really good coaching, really good talent, great fan base. Uh, definitely excited for them. Uh, okay, uh, let's go ahead and go into number 15. That is where I have the USC Trojans. Coming off an eight-win year, but they were 7-2 and two in the Pac-12. 17 total starters returning on offense and defense. And two 
talented quarterbacks coming in. My JT God. Daniels said he wants to challenge for the USC starting job. So you got Keaton Slovis and JT Daniels so, in the same who quarterback transfers? room. Who transfers? The loser? I mean, uh, that's what happened to Burrow and, and uh, Haskins. Yeah. And, and Burrow ends up transferring. I mean, you got to th- I mean, because both these guys deserve to be starting start at high-level yes, programs. Absolutely. So I think we're definitely going to see a transfer. But I think that they're going to go with Slovis. Yeah, I as think long so as he's too. healthy, he's amazing. Yeah, and uh, so I he, think that. If, go ahead, my bad. No, so, so what? What I was going to say about USC and, and why I was so excited about them. And it, first of all, I was kind of confused why they didn't let Clay Helton go. However, I think they're looking to get mm-hmm. a little bit of consistency in the head coaching position there because they know they do have a lot of talent coming back. Yes, and, and USC like another try, like one yeah, more try, just another try because. The way the USC plays, I think that they're going to try to, and they were already doing it last year, but they're going to try to emulate LSU's passing attack. Yep. And I think when you got receivers like they do, and you got a quarterback like Keaton Slovis, that's the position to go in. Yep. Just go with that all-out passing attack, especially in a Pac-12 where there's not really a lot of explosive offenses. So one thing we need to, we need to realize about USC, and this is a kind of a coaching thing that's that kind of surprised me why they brought why they brought Helton back. They lost games that they were supposed to win, won games that they were supposed to lose. Yeah. That's just coaching. That's just getting your guys up to play the, the games That's that a good point. Don't, you don't think they really matter. Um, so I'm going to go with my number 15 pick, and I'm going with the Wisconsin Badgers. Okay. 10 and 4. I don't care about Jonathan Taylor leaving because when Jonathan Taylor was starting, was excelling and, you know, one foot out the door, Cohen started to really be impressive down the end of the season and he realized and I think it's because Taylor got a little banged up I think he realized that this is his team next year I love the fact that a team who plays outstanding defense returns a ton of defensive starters and year in and year out I mean Wisconsin is going to be Wisconsin yes nine starters coming back on the defensive side of the ball and you mentioned the running game they're going to have no problem uh Nikia Watson Garrett Groshek both really good running backs I mean they they just manufacture four and five star running backs and also they Good running backs want to play there because they play behind good offensive lines right. and they get a ton of ton of carries. And it's every single year. And you mentioned Jack Cohn. Uh, a lot of experience under his belt now. Yep. Uh, he doesn't need to do too much. I mean, that, that's what it is at Wisconsin. Yes. You know, for me, the question is always, can Wisconsin take that next step? And they were so close that one year, a couple years ago. I think they it's were because, you know, their defense was so elite. I think yeah. they have a chance to do this again. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it, it, it's hard to argue uh, against Wisconsin repeating as Big Ten West champions. It's definitely a tougher division uh, with Iowa and Minnesota there, but... Gotta love Wisconsin there. Okay, uh, let's go ahead to number 14. Uh, that's where I have the Iowa Hawkeyes coming off a 10-3 uh, season. Consistent 10-game winner. Kirk Ferentz is staying. Uh, we already hit on him there, so I got him at 14. Number 14, I have Auburn. 9-4 and four last season. Ooh. Big win against Alabama. Their D-line just got decimated. And it's hard to replace uh, fifth-year seniors like Derrick Brown. Um, offense, the, the, what was crazy was... You know, I didn't knock them down a little bit because they lost a lot of peace on offense, even though they're keeping Bo Nix. I think that it's kind of a good thing that they're losing a lot of offensive players because, I mean, Whitlow's gone. Could have been a locker room distraction. Not sure why he's leaving, but Bo Nix is ready. But hey, if he didn't want to be there. Yeah, that, that's, why I'm, that's there. why I'm thinking that yeah. that might actually help them. I put in my notes. Not a bad thing because it might actually help them offensively to get anything that is disrupting the chemistry out of there. If you don't want to be there, don't be here. That's my motto. That's why the transfer portal is such a great thing. Leave. Go see who wants you. 
And uh, so the, I have them sitting right there. I don't see them going to beat Alabama this year, not in uh, Brian Denny. So. No, I mean, Auburn's just one of those teams. Their schedule is just so brutal every yeah. year. they, they got to play Georgia every year. they, yep. they got to play in the SEC West. Uh, I do like Bo Nix a lot. I think he's a yes. really talented quarterback. Uh, and I he like Gus Malzahn. Yeah, yep. I think Malzahn is the right coach because who who's going to take you to that next step if it's not Malzahn? Yes. I, I, so with, with Auburn, I feel like that they have the capability to win 11 or 12 games at yep. any season. But and upset the big teams and upset the big teams, but you know they're probably just going to win nine or ten games. Yeah, that's what that's why they're nestled here at number four. One thing that I did put in there is was the Iron Bowl a sign of things to come? I don't think so. It it, it was a big win, but but the last time the last time Alabama went to uh, um oh my god Auburn and they lost. Trying to recall the season was it the kick six wasn't it? Yeah, no, it it was four years ago, three years ago. Three years ago. Okay. My math is bad now. I mean, now, as, so what was as that, you said. what was the record two years ago? Ten wins? Yeah. So, I, I don't know, man. I don't really... Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That was the year that they lost, and then they made it into the playoff. Yeah. At 11-1. Yeah. yeah. I mean... I'm trying to think, like, they don't really ever get propelled they to just the scored, next level. They scored so many points against that Bama defense. And we'll 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 talk about Bama eventually. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sure, but, but I... But, for me, it's not even about Alabama. It's just I try to find spots in Al and Auburn where you're like, holy crap, they were going to be a contender. But yeah. the only time they were really contenders is when they had a Heisman Trophy quarterback. Talking about Cam Newton, yeah, it's sad. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, since then they just really haven't been there. Yeah. All right, man, we're finally talking about the SEC. It's because wow. they're they're so stacked and they have finally so many teams uh, <laughs> up at the top. All right, let's go into number thirteen. Uh, that's where I had the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, really impressed with the Big Ten West. I've got. Uh, what is it? I, I think, I, yeah, I got three Big Ten West teams in the top 15. So um, that's my number 13. My number 13 is Oklahoma State. Nice. I'm really, really, really excited about what they have coming back. Yeah. I don't think 13 is too high because. Not at all. You, you have to project. These big guys coming back don't come back just to sit on the sidelines and hope their team wins eight games. Hubbard is coming back for a title. He's coming back. He wants the rushing title. Yep. He wants the he Big wants 12 the title. Big 12 title. He wants to beat Oklahoma. Yes. Yep. It's exciting. Big things coming for that program, I think. Uh, and I'm sure that we'll talk plenty about them. Yep. Because uh, we both seem to be high on them. All right. Uh, number 12. That's where I have Minnesota. Never Ooh. would I think that I would have Minnesota rated so highly. Listen, they're losing a lot on defense. Yes. A lot. But. They have a ton of offensive firepower. They got Tanner Morgan coming back at quarterback, who I doubted so many so times insane. last year, and he shut me up every single up every time. Game. It's crazy. Uh, Rashad Bateman at receiver, Muhammad Ibrahim at running back, all five starters on the offensive line. Yes, this Minnesota offense huge. is going to be for real. Huge. So I'm confident enough in their ability to reload on the defensive side of the ball uh, and to have the good coaching yep. uh, that – I'm just riding their offense here. No Ohio State or Penn State as well. Yeah, again, again they're missing dude, Ohio State and Penn State. Just Although they played Penn State last year. but uh, Okay, so my number, what are we at, 12? 12. This is where I have Texas A&M. Kellen Mon, this is your time to shine. The schedule won't be as brutal. Your defense will be elite. You just got to score points. Yeah. That's gotta it. got to score points, man. Just put points on the That's board. That's all they got to do. I mean, I, I feel like in all those big games, they, they just weren't able to move the ball. Yeah, I think they were, they were – defense would make stops. But when your defense is making a stop and you three and out constantly, you get beat down. That's why the scores were so big and, and teams were in recovering. Yeah. Because your defense just can't take poundings like that. 
All right, uh, into number 11. That is where I have Auburn, just outside of my top 10, which nice. I think is exactly where they belong. I have Minnesota. Okay. Minnesota, we talked about them. Yeah. I Tanner Morgan show. I'm ready for it. What do they call it? Skull something? <laughs> Skoo-woo-ski. I think, I think they're just rowing the boat over there. Yeah, they're saying a <laughs> bunch of crazy shit. <laughs> I don't know what the hell PJ Fleck about. is quite the character. Yes, he is, man. All right, that's it, man. And so I my mean, number 10... Oh, oh, is that next episode? Yeah, oh. 25 to 11 today. Sorry, man. guys. I, my number 10 team is a team in Division One football. Just know oh, that's okay, my good. segue. You gave it away. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for listening to What's the Spread. Be sure to download our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or however else you get your podcast.